Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. So, Sean, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we'll discuss FDA clearance for a surgical guidance system, the first patients enrolled in the stent graft trial, an infusion pump recall, another big name appointment at the 3M Healthcare spinoff, and more developments in the ongoing patent battle between Massimo and Apple. What's the first news story that we should know? The FDA cleared the stereotactic guidance system to come out of Clearpoint Neuro. Clearpoint Neuro has an intriguing variety of offerings. I know some neurological implants, some drug delivery technology that they're trying to license. So this latest bit of technology looks like it could be a useful tool in the operating room. And what is a stereotactic guidance system? So in this case, it's called the SmartFrame OR. It offers stereotactic guidance for placing and operating instruments or devices in neurological procedures. It helps during the planning and operation processes of these procedures and is performed in conjunction with using a compatible optical stereotactic navigation system using preoperative MR and or CT imaging. And I know you said that it can be used in neurological procedures. Are there any other procedures that the system can be used in? Yeah, Clearpoint Neuro listed some procedures that it could be used with that include biopsies, catheter placements, and electrode introduction. What's the next bit of news that we have? Gore enrolled the first patients in an expandable stent graft trial. It could help establish Gore's device as a better option than what's currently available. What will this study assess? So it compares Gore's balloon expandable endoprosthesis to bare metal stenting for patients with complex iliac occlusive disease. It aims to inform practice guidelines around the best modalities suited for patients with this condition. What does Gore's stent graft do? So the stent graft called the VBX stent graft offers precise delivery and supports positive outcomes in complex aortoiliac applications. What kind of optimism do executives have going into this study? Eric Zacharias, the medical products division leader at Gore, said that not only can the results from this trial help determine which stent choice demonstrates better patency in patients with complex iliac occlusive disease, but it also aims to provide the quality of evidence necessary to inform practice guideline recommendations. And now we have some recall news. Yeah, Fresenius Kabi has a class one Ivenix infusion pump recall. Looks like some mechanical issues that caused this one. So let's jump in a little more into the reason behind that recall. Yeah, the company recalled the pump because some units have mechanical issues with the fluid valve pins. The issue may cause the pins, which are located in the pump's internal housing, to not move properly. So instead of going where they should, the pins could impact the side of a sensor. And when this happens, the system detects a failure, sets off an alarm, stops infusion if it's in progress, and prevents the pump from working. So that failure may also be detected during pump setup, which could also cause a delay in starting treatment. What could using the pumps result in? Yeah, well, using the affected pumps could lead to underdosing, interruption in therapy, or delay in therapy, which could all lead to serious harm or death, especially with, you know, vital drugs that are being delivered through these infusions. To date, though, the company has received zero reports of injuries, zero reports of deaths. So fortunately, they seem to have gotten out ahead of this issue. What did Fresenius recommend with this recall? The company suggested that affected customers increase their clinical monitoring if the pump is being used to deliver life-sustaining medications, and they should use a different pump if 
the pump exhibits the aforementioned issue during the setup. Users should also remove pumps that exhibit a problem alarm during use. And we have some news from 3M about an executive appointment, which I know we've talked about multiple times, but what do we have here? Yeah, well, the, the leadership team at the 3M Healthcare spinoff continues to take shape with the company picking former Nuvasiv CEO as the president of Medical Solutions. And when will this appointment go into effect? So the appointment of Christopher Barry goes into effect on March 1st. It's pure speculation, but it occurred to me that it could be an indicator of when the spinoff might complete or at least be near completion, since 3M expects that its Solventum Healthcare business will stand alone in the first half of this year. I was wondering the same thing. What is some of Chris Barry's career experience? Well, prior to Nuvasiv, Barry was Senior Vice President and President of Surgical Innovations for Medtronic from January 2015 to October 2018. Before that, he spent 15 years in various sales and leadership roles at Covidian, which Medtronic eventually acquired. As mentioned, he was the CEO of Nuvasiv, which was bought by Globus Medical last year. So he was in the corner office there for about five years. And we've talked about a lot of appointments at 3M recently. We've talked a lot about the spinoff of the 3M healthcare business. So can you tell us about some of the other high profile appointments that have happened at the new 3M healthcare spinoff? Sure. Well, just for a couple, you know, the big one came when Brian Hansen announced his departure from the corner office at Zimmer Biomet to take over the 3M Healthcare spinoff in August. Obviously, that's a major player in orthopedics, so it's interesting to see them appoint Barry as someone else from the orthopedic field. The company also landed former Insulet Chief Financial Officer Wade McMillan. He is taking over the same position, Chief Financial Officer at Solventum. And what's the final news story that we have for today? So Apple is reportedly pulling pulse oximetry from its watches if its appeal of a decision that favors Massimo fails. We've discussed the story plenty. I feel like it won't go away in some respects. And we have yet another development from the ongoing patent litigation between Massimo and Apple. Just last week, I had covered some news on Mass Device about Apple and the ongoing patent battles with a live court just is ongoing, like you said. So what was Apple's workaround in this situation with Massimo? Well, Apple claims to have redesigned watches that definitively do not contain pulse oximetry functionality which effectively works around an International Trade Commission import ban that came about because Massimo argued that that pulse oximetry function on Apple Watches violated its patented technology. What was Massimo's reaction? So Massimo issued a statement that said Apple's claim that its redesigned watch does not contain pulse oximetry is a positive step toward accountability. It is especially important that one of the world's largest and most powerful companies respects the intellectual property rights of smaller companies and complies with the ITC orders when it is caught infringing. What were analysts' reactions to this news? Mike Matson of Needham suggested that Apple's move could be a negotiating tactic that would minimize royalties it would eventually have to pay if it were to keep the pulse oximetry function in the Apple Watch. BTIG analysts say they were waiting to see how approval of the workaround will affect the appeals court decision on whether to keep the import ban in place. And that was the final news story that we have for today. So thank you, Sean, for bringing us all of the news. My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. Where can they find you, Sean? 
You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to The Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Thank mm-hmm. you.